Hello. Hello, welcome to Writing Off the Deep End. My name is Jeffrey Edwards. And I'm Mary Thaler. And today we're going to talk about writing about age. So it could be moving through ages, but it could be talking about the experience of somebody in particular age. And I think this is rather important because in many genres, there is a convention of focusing on people in a kind of indeterminate age, let's say like healthy people in their 20s. You know, that character who's just ready to, at the drop of a hat, go off on some adventure, who is likely not romantically attached yet, but may become so in the course of the story. That is a rather narrow slice of the human lifespan right. that has been chosen. So it's always very special to me when I find a book or a story that is telling me about the, the experience of being a middle-aged woman, an elderly man, a child. Yeah, although I have writing. to say that in my own writing I tend to write life stories. Okay, right? so, I so within the same story. I from the different mm -hmm. ages, which is also interesting. But I think I, yeah. it's partly because I'm interested in the process of how we grow and change over time. Right, so you so. Are, are consciously, you're, the character at the beginning of it will not be the same as, as the, the character, character at the end of it. So what is it about that process that you find so interesting? Uh, well, one of the things I noticed living is that, I mean, the, the childhood phase and the teen phase are well documented. There's mm -hmm. lots of writing about it. Yeah. But you get into the 20s and the 30s, yeah. and it's not so well documented. And the lessons mm -hmm. you learn, you know, you learn individual lessons, and some yeah. of them are more general, but, mm -hmm. but there's not so much of a sense of a clearly defined experience in that period. Yeah. Then you get to middle age, and then you have the sort of midlife crisis, and that's yeah. well documented. And then again, you get into the, the 60s, mm -hmm. before you're really elderly, where again, the experience isn't well framed in the, mm -hmm. in the existing literature. So I like to think about the experience from the point of view of insight and trying to give some insight mm -hmm. to some of the things that are going on in those transition periods. So what, what do you think is going on? In those periods? I mean, maybe it depends on each individual, and that's where mm -hmm. the character comes in. So you yeah. you develop a character who has very specific issues, and then those are what you develop in that period. But I think it sheds insight about that process, even to focus on individual characters, right? Mm -hmm. What about yourself? So you write more like a person at a particular age, or...? Yeah, most of my stories tend to be rather bounded in time. They don't cover the whole lifespan of a person. And most of them do fall into that, what we talked about, the kind of default unspecified age, which is usually roughly my own. If when I write characters that are outside of my age, I've written about childhood and I have written about old age. I find old age very interesting because of the accumulation of experience. Like, at, at that point in your life, you have lived through a lot of things. And that gives context to what's happening to you in that moment. So this, this massive experience is the lens through which you can see the things that are happening to you now. And that can get into some of what we talked about in the previous episode with your uh, non-chronological uh, storytelling, right. because there just the accumulation of past that intr can intrude on the present 
grows as we grow older. Also, old age is a time of physical vulnerability. I'm always interested in things that uh, highlight the fact that we have bodies, right. you know, and that, that we aren't just uh, immortal robots moving through the world uh, and that things go wrong with our bodies. You don't have to be elderly to have things go wrong with your body. But, but it is true that as you get older... More things go wrong with your body. The, the, <laughs> the limitations become more important. And limitations are an interesting thing to write about and to highlight. On the other end of the spectrum, I love writing child's point of view because uh, I guess it's the opposite of old age. Things are new. Your uh, characters are encountering things for the first time. There's uh, an openness of possibility in childhood. And there's also physical and social limitations. You're not in charge of your life when you're young. Someone else gets to make decisions for you. And that's interesting. Although I do feel that young people aren't given as much credit for their ability to think about things as, as they generally actually have. And so I tend to focus on yeah. stories that highlight those kinds of things. Yeah. No, I think you're absolutely right. I, I don't. I, when I say limitation, I don't think there's a limit on how on how you can think about and experience. But in fact, there's fewer limits when you're young because you haven't been beaten into those those societal codes quite as thoroughly. But I, I think that that same society tries very hard to impose limits on young people, and encountering those limitations is a is a part of youth. Have you written more about one era than the other? I have often written about them together because we recently had an episode on family and I think that a complete picture of the world and a complete picture of family will contain all the ages from the youngest to the oldest. So often they are coexisting in the same story and that I find the sort of intergenerational Generations can be like like cultures, and where when we meet at the frontiers, the exchanges happen sometimes hostile and sometimes beneficial, and so that is an interesting thing to look at in writing as well. The your novel Plenum it focuses on what I would call adolescence. This is because it's the first part of a trilogy. Yeah, and the second part is middle life, and the last part is. Uh, older, so it is going so, to be old yeah, age. So, so, so yeah. this is the life story first, but the first book focuses mm-hmm. on experience as a young person. Right? Now, so. when you, you say you write about uh, the entire life, uh, do they all start in in adolescence, or what? What do you find the most congenial starting place to tell the story? So that's a good question. In my so fifteen books, five trilogies, most of them start in the adolescence. One of them starts. In mm-hmm. midlife, just because the person's life didn't have mm-hmm. as much relevance to the story that I'm telling mm-hmm. until they got to midlife, so yeah. so it's a different and I context. Think many people do experience. I think it is absolutely true that an event coming upon you in midlife can change the course of right. your story. So it may not be the beginning of your life, but it can be the beginning of a a new kind of life right. in in your life. Pinnacle, uh, yeah. another the story, actually starts at a younger age than. Mm-hmm. Uh, plenum uh, around 10 11 mm-hmm. as opposed to 15 16 right yeah. so and and you're writing science fiction and now given that the roles of different ages are very much specific to the societies that we live in 
a part of what you're doing is imagining a future. And so it's not a given that childhood is going to be the same in your universe. Do you know, like things about how children are educated and so on, you don't have to do it the way that we do it here. No, in, in fact, 21st they have century, a little bit more autonomy in my stories. Although okay. there are issues around so socially imposed limitations to what you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do explore some of those things in the, mm-hmm. in the writing. Yeah. Does that continue throughout the ages? Yes, the but, but I think imagine? writing science fiction in particular mm-hmm. allows us to play with alternate life choices and so forth. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to explore the, the experience of a young person who lives, grows up in a very different kind of context, right? And the same thing for older people, although I do have elderly, but, but they're in the stories that I haven't finished as much because they're yeah. the last parts of the trilogies. <laughs> <laughs> Is it hard to write an age that you haven't been this is to? A, this is yet. a question I have about you, mm-hmm. too. So it, obviously, there's a kind of projection that we do in order to do that. I mean, we do research. Yeah. But so, the research you do to find out what it's like to be elderly, that sound, it sounds strange to say yeah. that. It, you don't read books for that. You go and talk to elderly people. I mean, it's yeah. not like there's a shortage of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Many of my friends are, are in that age bracket. The research is to sit and have coffee with them. Yeah. And likewise, the research to find out what childhood is, is to go take a child to the playground and play with them. Right. These aren't inaccessible subjects. (laughs) Though, I think it can be more challenging to enter, to enter into the world of a child, for for me anyway, strangely, because I definitely was a child, (laughs) whereas I have not yet been an elderly person. But those memories aren't necessarily easy to access. Do you find, do you draw on your own experiences of childhood? To write childhood? Yeah, I think so. I think we all do, don't we? Uh, we may have a character who has a very different childhood than we actually had, so you have to be careful of not imposing your own personal experience on the experience mm-hmm. of a child that has a very different mm-hmm. background. So it's a kind of a, a balance between digging into your own stuff and thinking through the, the broader lines of the person's life and the way they're living. That, that's where the imagination comes in more. But... Do you have fairly clear memories of those times? Of your life? Or... Yeah, although they're not always easy memories, but... Uh, There's emotional work to be done yeah. when you dig, when you mine your own childhood. Yeah, yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not sure if that's the case for everybody, but I think some emotional work is probably needed. This book I'm reading right now, it's called V by Thomas Pynchon, and Pynchon writes something that I found very interesting. He writes that we... You construct personalities throughout our lives and then reject mm-hmm. them. So a person, in a sense, is a multitude of characters, not a single character. You know, mm-hmm. I think it, it's a very interesting way to think about. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, the who we are as people and also how one writes about ourselves, mm-hmm. right? So. When you write three books about your characters at three different ages, you're writing about three, three characters, characters in a way. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's fascinating. Yeah. With a continuity or some sort of connection between them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's... Let's wrap that up. Let's wrap that up here. So next time, we're going to talk about something... Anyway, we'll see how it goes, because uh, I, I've written a fair amount about war and... Yeah, in uh, those far future societies, some of them are in conflict. 
Yeah, uh, but I was thinking also about the historical context of the Second World War. So we might talk a little bit about war and some of its ramifications without necessarily doing it completely because it's such a large topic. Yeah. So don't forget to subscribe to get more episodes. And... Uh, We'll see you next time. Yeah, thanks for watching. Bye-bye.